Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the David and Cal Show. Cal, I believe, you know, I may be wrong, but I believe this is number 50. Oh, it sure is, David. <laughs> and you know what that calls for? Um, I brought the meth pipe, you brought the meth. Let's make this happen. Yeah, except we're virtually, uh, you know, unfortunately. Okay, yeah. We talked about wanting to be in person for this, but... Yeah, well, okay. Obviously, 50 is a big number. Um, <laughs> big, big as in not like value-wise, but big in significance. Um, it's, you know, it's heart-wrenching a little bit to, to not be in this in the studio at, at, at the school, in the, in the octagon. The octagon. Uh, yeah, in person to, to kind of film or record this monumental kind of benchmark of the David and Callow show. I mean, I, I remember back in December... We, we we recorded an episode that was never aired, but we recorded an episode where we did like a recap of all the David and Cal shows. That oh my we did god! Yeah, remember yeah. that? I remember that. But it was kind of like if you didn't have like a visual aid, it was kind of a weird episode. Yeah, I mean that like, was. We also filmed it because we had the TV on. Remember? Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then we mm-hmm. there's just so many complications with uploading giant files that we were just like, uh, this is too, this is awful. Yeah, but but I mean, I I can't even imagine now looking back on fifty episodes of the David and Cal show. I mean, imagine all the topics. So on average, a David and Cal show is around half an hour, right? Yeah, I'd say, and, I'd say so. And then average so, what three topics? Three topics. Well, what I'm saying is like time. How much time do we spend talking in the David oh. and Cal show? Fifty episodes, thirty minutes each. That's twenty five hours. All right, that's twenty five. If we combine everything, we we talk. We would have talked for twenty. Over a day straight. You, didn't we want to do a twenty-four hour podcast though? Yes, yes. So we, we were we were about to just do what we've done this entire time in one go. I don't know. If, I don't know if we. Yeah. Could have done now that when you put it like that, this that that's might, rough. Okay. That's hella rough. <laughs> Wait, man. do you hear that? Me, me, me. My name is Molly. What is that? <laughs> it's <That's> me. <laughs> it's Molly, guys. She's here. <laughs> that's my voice. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, welcome Molly to to onto the show for our audience here. If you guys haven't, if you guys live under a rock or simply just, if you guys don't know who I am, you're not a real fan. First of all, Ooh, facts. Ooh, facts, bro. Yeah, if you do not know who Molly Wendell is, I think you should just turn off your phone right now, or turn off your computer, or, or just stop listening to podcasts. Or I, I would recommend climbing a very tall building and jumping head first. Jesus, well, that yeah. <laughs> no, we, we not condone. I said, I mean, that. you could be wearing a parachute. That's fine too. Oh, facts. Well, you yeah. guys I mean, are insinuating that I want people to die. Jeez. No, 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 no. Of course not. Never said that. Okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah, of course not. Sorry, I, I apologize, but um, but yes, Molly, welcome to the show. It's always got to have you on. It's probably our what third official Cal David, well, David Cal Molly show. Yeah, um, I think so. And, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I've said this before, but. Three people was my like my favorite number. Of really? Hosts. Yeah, three. I, I feel like four. We've had some some fours that go absolutely insane. That's true. Uh, but I feel like oh yeah, I can remember some pretty good ones. But I feel like out of like the so I feel like for four people, generally one person's left out. Yeah, like. or or sometimes the energy is too just a little too much. Mm, like true. Yeah, sometimes we just get a little riled up when there's four, but three. Three is good. You're right. Well, I feel like if we're trying to just have a nice discussion, easy on the ears, I feel like three is the go-to. 
Yeah, yeah, and and th- that's why I think the David Calamari show is kind of like the like evolved form of our original David and Cal show, where definitely, you know, w- we finally found like this balance of just you know we're a really close group, and you know we've been vibing on a podcast for you know essentially a year now, so it's great, it's great to uh to, to kind of I don't know, it's it, for me it feels full circle, right? Because around this time, well, not around this time, it is August though, which you know we came to school last year. Around the mid, around mid August, and that's if I don't know if you guys remember Cal and Molly, I approached you guys for season two mm-hmm. of Be the Students. Remember that when I was like, "Hey guys, would you like to be on the podcast?" Or and it, and I said in like a permanent fashion. And well, because I remember, I remember you planted the seed my junior year, right in Downies. Yes, I remember you were like, you know, throwing it up in the air, like you want to potentially start something, and I was like, <laughs> yes, and then. <laughs> question mark <laughs> and then the next year you were like let's do this and i'm like let's do this i was mm-hmm. so excited to have something to do like mm-hmm. i was oh i, I remember like because i i was taking ap stats when the year started right and oh right <laughs> and that was yeah. like but that period is blocking me from having a free period to podcast so i literally just went <laughs> dishes office and was like i'm gonna podcast instead of doing math and she was like okay and, <laughs> yeah and just put me non-enrolled that was nice mm-hmm. well i mean looking back on that that was probably one of the best decisions you could have made oh literally like the things i would have learned in stats no offense to mr guayo i had him for three years so he's great but <laughs> the things i would have learned in stats don't even they wouldn't have measured up to this whatsoever yeah yeah, yeah. And, I for molly. Stats and i can vouch for that <laughs> <laughs> Wow, yeah, so I was say for Molly, she did take Mr. Aguayo. And you know, you know, props to him. He was teaching AP stats for the first year. Mm-hmm. But uh and no, he did a great job. Like Molly Molly, did you pass the test? Did you pass the test? I did. I got a three okay. on the AP test. All right. Let's go. So Mr. Guayo did a fantastic job. <laughs> if you can get Molly to pass, he did a good job. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah. No, well, I, I also I also want to ask Molly though as well. I mean, looking back, obviously at the very beginning, you know, uh, you know, I think Molly's involvement with We The Students podcast kind of like grew exponentially as the year went along. But yeah, Molly yeah. as well, I kind of want to ask you on, on your perspective, how did you kind of see the podcast? Because I don't know, for some reason, this podcast, this podcast episode just became like a whole bittersweet reflection. That's well, fine. Yeah, that's, fine. Th- that's fine. It's number 50, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but for you, Molly, I mean, I mean, what was your kind of feeling as as you became more and more evolved to the point now where you are the successing, su- succeeding, sorry, succeeding host for we the students yeah well it's really exciting now to be able to like really be a part of it i remember at the beginning of the year when you were like tossing around the idea of me being a host i was really excited and then that didn't end up happening and i was disappointed but i mean it all worked out so it was it's good mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and, and i think part of it was because of your schedule right it was just tough finding yeah it was just difficult dude yeah it is tough because i remember like Aguayo was just progressively got more and more angry. <laughs> like it started with, he's like, yeah, go ahead. And he was like, really? Come on. So then it's just like, but I've ah. and that's, and that's the problem. That's the problem, David. We need a period for this. Yeah. Designated. Yeah. We're going to, exactly. we're going to be advocates and, and ambassadors, podcast ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's hopefully the, the goal of my summer project, right? Which is to, I'm, I'm teaching teachers, how to bring podcasting into the classrooms. And, and of course, I don't think the first step is necessary to make a podcast class. But what I'm hoping for is after these teachers, they try out podcasting in their classrooms and see that it succeeds, which yeah. it better. But, <laughs> you know, 
after I hope at least after they see how successful it is, hopefully that kind of creates a movement that just kind of pushes forward and hopefully eventually leads to something that is actually part of the curriculum. The podcast AKA, revolution. Yes, exactly. And 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 Molly, I think for you, that's that's one of your, I think, responsibilities, greater responsibilities coming into this year, not just to be the host of We The Students podcast, but also to yeah. be like kind of the front line. Molly, you agent. have to change education forever. Okay, can you make that happen? No, it's exciting. Can you permanently change education forever for us? Thanks. I've already done that, okay? <laughs> I'm the smartest <laughs> person who's ever lived. Yeah. And I, I would like to say, though, that, you know, I think Cal can agree with me that Molly was a godsend when it comes to the, the future of this podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Cal and I were literally like sweating bullets near the end of the year. Well, it's because well, it was not- always it was unspoken. It was an unspoken stressor. Like we were always like. Who's going to take it next? And we would just you look know, at each other like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it would come up randomly. Like we'd talk about a podcast. No, no. It's like we'd talk to someone else about a podcast and they like, they trigger us, right? They'd bring it up like, so what's next year going to be like? And we would just like, turn to each other like, um, oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. Daniel Chen, you want to do it? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, but. It almost got um, to that point, but. Yeah. I mean, it. I, I don't know. Maybe it was fear. Maybe it was reluctancy to like think that we had an end to this. Well, it's because every time we tried to get someone to start a show, it didn't even wasn't even close to happening. Nothing. No one came to fruition for us. Yeah, you know what's funny? I feel I I just realized that like it's like that classic movie cliche of like searching far and wide for your solution when in reality it was right in front of your eyes. It was the same thing for Molly. I think we were like looking far and wide. We were like Molly, can you find someone to take the show for us? (laughs) (laughs) We need some. We need a junior, preferably a female, for diversity. Okay. Um, she oh, needs to be to well spoken and to you guys. preferably oh. both of her parents are teachers and one of them majored in English. Can we make that happen? <laughs> and, and preferably her, her name rhymes with Holly. It's just, a, it's just a thing that we kind of need. If um, you make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great. Well, no, I think I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know a guy. Yeah. The only um, thing, the only thing I wish we did is make merch. We never made. Yo, well, we made stickers. Well, we, we made stickers, but like so. a shirt. I wish we had a shirt to keep with us. I f- I feel like we still have time. We still have time. This is still our show. We Molly. We can just kick Molly out and make shirts. Well, no, I, I feel like we can still like create the t-shirts and just kind of like. No, I think we should kick Molly out then create the shirts. Okay. <laughs> and then invite her back Fine. in. For some reason, we can't have. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> no, but yeah, we we definitely should. But you know, making like vintage '90s style. Molly, you want to design that? I love that style. <laughs> All right, David, it's been 11 minutes. Let's talk about something other than ourselves. Yeah, I mean, it's always great to talk about the, you know, it's Our always, a, we're always in a reflective mood to talk about We The Students. But on, honestly, yeah. you guys came here for, for some interesting conversation about really random topics. And we're going to deliver here because I just heard approximately 11 minutes and hold up, hold up. Oh, I guess you guys wouldn't know, but approximately 11 and a half minutes ago, I heard <laughs> that Molly uh, has some clay in the oven. It is not in the oven. I did not. I didn't get to put it in yet because. Um, Boo. But, okay, but the it was almost here. in the oven. It was almost in the <laughs> yeah. oven. Why do you almost have clay in the oven? <laughs> 
Well, okay. So here's the story. I found my old retainer from when I had braces, which is just a plastic mold of my own teeth. And I was Mm. like, wow, this is really cool. I'm going to make realistic human teeth out of clay and then make a monster that has human teeth. So that's the story. So sculpture though, right? It's, it's art. Yeah, it is. Interesting. I might, I might make it into, um, into like a vase for some flowers or like a flower pot. <laughs> oh, it's like the mouth opens up at the top, right? That's where you put the, put the that flowers. That would actually be really cool. But, oh. I, I just realized this. Every time we bring Molly on, we never really talk about her art, do we? No, yeah, we don't. I mean, we've, we, and we've brought on tons of artists, right? But I'd argue that Molly is the most talented and creative one. So, <laughs> no offense to the other ones, I guess. Yeah, no, um, but, suck. but uh, I support all it, artists. Is clay a new medium you're trying to get into? Because I mean, typically you do acrylic paint. So, is <laughs> you this say that with such disdain? <laughs> so, <laughs> acrylic, like uh, acrylic paint. Oh, actually, just a quick sidetrack. Molly and I tried to paint my fan. Right, uh, we oh, wanted to paint yeah. it brown because I wanted to fit my uh, room's color scheme, and we used oil paint. And it took like a month to dry. It I took set it out month? in the backyard yeah. to dry. And then by the time we put the fan back together, it was broken. So Because <laughs> it was outside for so long waiting to yeah. dry. So acrylic paint is actually the way. Acrylic paint wow. is, yeah. But uh, yeah. Back, to, back to clay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I've never, well, I have used clay before, but never to like make a real project, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I made a little armadillo one time. That's you about made it. E.T. the alien. How do you oh forget yeah, about that? I there's like okay, so there's clay that you can bake in the oven, and then there's clay that you cannot bake. And I accidentally made a little mushroom with a face, and I baked him, and he melted. Oh. <laughs> it was really oh. sad. Poor toad. But you know. Yeah. I just realized an idea for uh, using your realistic teeth is to make... Because, you know, I feel like it's going to be out of place to have super realistic teeth and then not be able to make like realistic face facial features, right? So don't. I say you should make <laughs> a realistic sculpture of Pac-Man, but have like real <gasps> teeth. That'd be terrifying. <laughs> so it's just, like a, it's just like a sphere, right? It's, like a, it's just like a sphere of Pac-Man, except now instead of the, like the two-dimensional flat uh, mouth, it's actually like a real... You know, I think you're like, onto something. I feel like that'd be super cool. <laughs> cool. Like, like no eyes, nothing, no facial features at all. Just Pac-Man, a three-dimensional Pac-Man with your actual sculptured teeth. I actually love that a lot. Um, I might have to make that someday. I what was that. your What was your parents' thoughts on grabbing your retainer and making <laughs> a piece of art? They were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Molly. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you want. (laughs) Wait, one thing. One thing though that that just came up that I kind of want to talk about is okay. So 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 Cal, you've been from what I've heard, you've been like heavily remodeling your room. Yeah, I've been I've been going a little crazy, a little crazy on them. Yeah, give me a rundown. What would you do? So I've always I've always hated my room, and it all started when it it all this my hatred stems from actually Molly. She made a comment. (laughs) A little criticism. I did not mean... Okay, go ahead. The first thing she ever said when she entered my room was... Well, I asked. I'm like, so rate my room out of 10. And she literally told me it was like a 5 or a 4. And I said, what the heck, man? 
So I've just walked around in my room thinking it's been a five to a four for the last like three years or two. How long have we known yep. each other? Two years. And uh, it's taken a toll on me. <laughs> well, I, I, really I want Molly to explain herself. Though, right? I don't Molly, even remember that. Yeah, she, I, why would I remember this? Okay. <laughs> like this happened. <laughs> it's traumatizing <laughs> for you, man. <laughs> um, so, so recently I finally took an initiative to, you know, let's, let's fix some things. Uh, I started with, well, I, I just love mid-century furniture. It's like the, uh, it's like, it's like they tried to make things look modern in the late sixties, if that makes any sense. And it's like this, but it's like out of date, modern stuff, right? Mid-century Is that a good description modern. of it, Molly? Yeah. Mid-century modern. Um, so I, I bought this mid-century modern, uh, office chair. I took down a lot of decoration, put up a lot of decoration, added some, some fake plants, um, took out my old rug, t- um, getting a new bed frame. I'm doing, li- I'm literally going to do everything. And my entire prayer for this was I had a giant TV in my room and an Xbox and I just sold those two. So now that's my oh, budget. Cash flow. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And and the reason why I brought this up, well, actually before then, Molly, what about you? I mean, are, are you someone who remodels the, your room a lot or do you just kind of leave it as is and just kind of roll um, with it? I mean, last summer I got rid of my bed and got a new bed and a new desk, but... I mean, sometimes I'll like rearrange stuff because I have to be like constantly changing things in my life to be happy. Um, but like, I don't know. It's not like a huge big deal for me. Interesting. Yeah, because I mean, th- th- oh, you, you want to say something? No one. No one is going to say oh, something, okay. David. <laughs> <laughs> I have voices in my head, actually. <laughs> yeah, David, um, did you not maybe... take your schizophrenia medication today? David. I took it last night. Oh, okay, that's fine. That, that works. Oh, was that last week? Oh, <laughs> um, um, no, but um, yeah, I, the reason why I brought this up is because I also saw this YouTube video. Do you guys know who Joanna Cedia is? Yeah, I know of her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, she, I mean, uh, props to her. Shout out to her. She's a great YouTuber. I feel like she's very chaotic and very artistic. But, mm-hmm. you know, half her videos these days are just her remodeling her room, whether it's <laughs> painting an entire mural uh, on her like wall or like, like r- breaking up her bed and installing a hammock or painting the ceiling, or installing a bow and arrow station, or, you know, just, just weird stuff. And that that, that, that kind of confused me, right? Because I've never been the person to change my room at all. Like, I'm looking around my room right now. I've peeked in your room, David. It's pretty... I mean, very simple. It's very simple. And then, yeah. I, I do... I want to point out that you... When you're in David's room, uh, you have to, like, walk up a staircase. He has uh-huh. this little table that's like in like somehow it's like the moment you get up the staircase it's this table that overlooks the living room the the front the front door yeah it's a it's, a, it's, it's like, literally it's, the coolest thing i've ever seen in my entire life like yeah, it's you, connected to the uh, wall but are you like planning on remodeling shape. david no absolutely not, absolutely not which is the <laughs> point i wanted to bring up right which is i've never been one to because like look besides because po- i podcast in my room yeah i sleep in my room and I sometimes relax in my room, just watch YouTube videos or whatever. And that's that's it. That's that's all my activity I ever do in my room. But I know people who study in their room, who talk in their room, I guess, or or do a you know even eat in their room, like like spend a a, a considerable portion of their lives in their room. And for me, that's not the case. And that's why I never felt like I needed to remodel. Is because everything around me is just utilitarian. Well, maybe right? the reason why you don't spend time in your room is because you don't really like the way your room looks or you don't enjoy spending time in it. I think we figured it out. My God. 
Honestly, I mean, though, like I never, I hated being in my room. I was just like, Ugh. and now that I've remodeled it, just this is one chair purchase that I got from the Santique Mall. I, I've just been sitting in this chair for like hours just because it's here. Like, it's just an excuse for me to be in my room. And I'm like excited for people to come over and see it. Mm. Like, I feel like you're missing out on that little outlet of expression, man. I mean, I guess, but ultimately, maybe this is just me, but like, ultimately, my room is just going to be for me. And and again, I'm looking around, right? Like, I have two, three posters in my room, two of which are, (laughs) were given to me, were given to me from my spelling bee, uh, spelling bee (laughs) victory back in middle school. And I look, the the date is May 2nd, 2015. That was five years ago. Holy crap. And there's another one, May 14th, 2016. And then my other poster is the world map poster that I've oh, had yeah. since I was in yeah, second yeah, yeah. grade. You have a walk-in closet too, right? I have a walk-in closet. Dude, yeah. wow. you have a, tons of potential with that room. That room could go absolutely <laughs> really bonkers do. if you want. You should let me work my magic, David. Oh, yo, I, I've heard of those people like where you like hire them. and Well, I, I've heard of people who like you hire to like clean your room and like organize everything. Really? But, oh, I guess we're like interior in design and models. Well, you should definitely, you should just definitely look up some some interior design people and see if you like any other styles. That could that could yeah. be what it takes. I, I feel like you just don't want to do this because it's expensive and it is expensive. It's that really too. Expensive. That too. But I feel like at least maybe maybe it's my personality or maybe 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 is something I really need. But for for me, like I'm looking around, it's not like. God, I really dislike it. It's just like, eh, it's just is. But you don't no, want to be I, that guy that like you walk into his room and he just has a recliner and an Xbox on the ground and a monitor yeah, on the ground. You don't well, want to be that guy, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 maybe I am like the minimalist, you know? I, well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm so minimalist in technology. Like, look up I, minimalist I getting... interior design. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just need to remove the There's a really good documentary about minimalism on Netflix. I recommend it. What is it called? It's. I think it's literally just called minimalism. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 pretty minimalist for them. Oh, to I've do. seen just title there. Like just like runway, uh, runway fashion. The interior designers take things way too far. Like I, my mom gets this magazine in the mail every month of like super modern interior design, and there's like what is it called? It's called like brutalism. I cannot stand brutalism. And there's it's like- literally just like cement block homes with cement desk and cement beds. It's like everything's just made of cement. I don't oh, like so- it. It's not like I can't remember what university has a lot of brutalist architecture, but like it looks really bad. <laughs> UC Merced. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, yeah, yeah, exactly. Our, our newest, um, of course, for the audience who may not understand, UC Merced recently. Uh, well, sorry, just finished their 2020 project expansion. Um, and, and some of their buildings are just straight up like cinder blocks. They're hideous and it's not going to age well. But I'm just glad we have a UC. I'm glad we have a UC. But like Stanford will never go out of style. Nope. Like the way Stanford looks, like all the Ooh. Ivy League schools, like you, you, those, are for, those will forever look so good. And I, I can just see UC Merced looking like this just weird blocky world it's like i'm i'm saying within the next 10 years it's not going to be good yeah but i mean to revisit though the the whole the whole debacle of my (laughs) my uh room redesign yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like okay here's an argument i don't know i don't know this is a good argument but maybe like because because ultimately 
the world's your oyster. God, I could just say that. Because, <laughs> like, wouldn't you want to spend, like, like for instance, I'm thinking about the time when we hiked to, to in the Santa Cruz Redwood Forest, right? Like, I feel like if you remodel your room or, or like, spend a lot of time in your room, or, sorry, spend a lot of time improving your room, you're kind of incentivized to stay in it instead of going outdoors or exploring because, like, you know, imagine like you're basically con- confining yourself, right? Like, well, you have this little block of your 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 house. Yeah, you're kind of. I think. Yeah, well, that's true. But well, just like caveman, though, like you got to keep your cave looking nice, man. Yeah, it's your sanctuary. <laughs> it's where you go to relax. Well, yeah. I just don't get how you're not frustrated. Like, um, oh, like anytime <laughs> I, I go to Molly's <laughs> house, anytime I go to Molly's house, or I go to my house, and her room is dirty, we're just like, there's clothes on the floor. My room looks bad. But I, and it just makes us angry. <laughs> but like we don't fix it. Are you a clean person? Like, would you categorize categorize yourself as like a really uptight, clean person? I I would like to say it, but then I just let my room just get like on top of me. Like I just like I, pile up. I'm messy, but I'm like very like anti germ. Like I'm not gonna like leave food out. I've seen food in your room, but okay, a banana peel, but I. <laughs> <laughs> but like not for more than 24 hours and it's just clothes that i leave on the floor and i hate it when there's clothes on my floor but i still don't do anything about it yeah dude, that's exactly like me like i i know some people who have to like keep the room consistently clean right but for me i wait until it gets to a point where it actually like physically hinders me and then i clean it and then everything's pristine it's like it's like it's like a deforestation. Well, it's like forest fires, right? Like forests grow and grow and grow until like they're kind of over cramped and everything kind of is like yeah, you know, it's just too much. And then forest fire needs to happen for it to cleanse, you know. And for me, I think that's the same thing. Where it's like a cycle. It takes around like a month to like everything to clutter up, and then generally around the earlier time, just like ah. You well, snap. no. What happened is because I would like in the middle of the night, I need to go to the restroom, right? You know, get up from my bed and on trip. And like, like stub my toe on on you know random you know I, so like for instance right here I have my chair well like I, I have an extra chair in the middle of my room here which I should probably move eventually but normally what happens I guess this is a really bad way to do it because you you wait until something bad happens and then you fix it yeah instead of like doing it beforehand so yeah you need to be pro, you need to be proactive David exactly exactly yeah. proactive right but yeah normally what happens is I, I I get physically hindered meaning I either stub my toe or like oh god I tripped. And then I'm like, it's a wake up call for me. Like, oh yeah. So you literally have to wait until you're physically injured by your room to take action. <laughs> Which again is probably Disgusting. not the I just feel like you're David. I just have come to the conclusion that I feel like you're not like a physically expressive person. Like, you, Jesus Christ! Oh my god! Okay. Oh my god! I, I'm gonna say it, man. Like you, you don't want to like express yourself through interior design. I feel like you're like a minimalist in fashion. But I feel like you really express yourself through a conversation. Like, I feel like this is where we get the dose of David. You know what I mean? But I don't think that's a bad thing. No, I I, I never said it was a bad thing, but I just, like, is that a personality thing? Or you just like, you've just never found interest in that? Maybe. I mean, it's hard to tell what's personality and what's not, what's nature, what's nurture. You know, I mean, I've never had myself. I mean, yeah, I remember when I was really, 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 really young. Like maybe. I would say like maybe seven. I don't okay. know why I emphasize it really, but <laughs> I remember I remember I had you know those rugs that had like you know those decorative rugs that had like a highway on it. Oh yeah, yeah. those go crazy. Yeah, those goes hard. Those IKEA, man, is IKEA. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I was okay, I was at one point, I think, pretty keen on 
on deciding what was in my room. And I remember that that mainly came from Ikea back when I lived in Salt Lake David, City. David, did you know that Ikea was founded by a Nazi? Are you serious right now? You're canceled. That's Ooh. actually by a Nazi. Oh, it's, oh, it's wait, that's that's like, facts? Like, like, that's a fact. Like, the guy was part of the Nazi party. Oh, and? Wow. He's dead now, so that's fine, but... <laughs> Yeah, and, <laughs> and no, well, okay, okay. Quick tangent here, but that reminds me of something. Okay, so Kanye West, right? Yeah, great guy, great guy. I love him. <laughs> well, yeah, that's you know that's how some people see him, of course. But like, you know, imagine that he got canceled forever, you know, justifiable reason, right? Would you say that's also a reason for you to stop enjoying his music? Like, like no, yeah, I've heard. I've, this is the eternal literally. Argument. I have heard this man slander Harriet Tubman. I've heard him say that if people wanted to be enslaved. And yet I still turn on Graduation by Kanye West and I listen to it from front to back and I love it every single time. His music is so good that no matter what he says, I can never not like it. Right. Molly, what are your thoughts here? Well, I mean, this is called Death of the Author. Like, can we divorce an artist's work from the artist themselves? and I've come to decide that you you couldn't have graduation if you didn't have the Kanye that says, you know, Harriet Tubman didn't actually free the slaves and like <laughs> slavery was a choice. Like that's part of the art. But I think I think you can enjoy their art, but I don't think you can fully like remove the artist from the equation, you know? I mean, it's kind of difficult. Yeah, cuz yeah, I think it's again one of those like eternal debates because like for instance, for instance, a great example maybe um oh what's what's like an artist that okay, Doja Cat, right? Yeah. <laughs> Doja Cat, right? Okay. She got she got hammered and maybe even to a certain extent um Londo Ray. Um but yeah. okay, these two artists, right? They were, you know, they were caught saying some some pretty consequential things. And so if you were if you were quote unquote caught listening to their music, are you partially assigned blame for supporting their viewpoints? Yeah. And to me, like I've always been someone who who never really considered the artist when I was listening to music. I just like you can tell from my playlists and Cal, I, you know, we had that conversation when we were driving to Santa Cruz was I for me, I just pick tunes that I that that are catchy that I like listening to. I don't really care. I, and I'm making you a nice a nice uh, mm-hmm. list of albums that are essential so right exactly like, like, like i listened to the beach boys like one of their one of their hit songs um was it surfing usa right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you know it's a catchy tune right but i don't really i i've never thought about the beach boys and their history with drugs and schizophrenia and you know stuff like that i've never even considered it right so it makes it some- better though like knowing that kanye is just nutso is i love <laughs> his music more it, 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 it sounds horrible but it's true well, yeah, that's the weird part. Like, well, we'll see. Then, if you were okay, so if if Kanye was actually like caught saying some really, really not good things, right? Like stuff that would be detrimental to society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would you, would you, would you distance yourself from his music? No, I'd probably cling to it more. Why though? Well, here's the thing. Like, it, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, which is considered like his perfect album, is he's literally self aware about how he says things that are detrimental to society I'm like he says he, like he knows that people say that he's the abomination of obama's nation and i i think that he's just self-aware about it i think what that I, for some reason why it makes me like him more interesting. interesting i can't i can't pinpoint an exact reason but uh you know michael jackson molested children 
Do you like his music? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not yeah. proven. That is not proven. Okay. Yeah, it's alleged though. <laughs> we have an alleged ped- pedophile who has just so happened to be the king of pop. And who just right, like, so happened to have cameras in his room to make sure that nobody snuck up on him in his bed. R- r- yeah, yeah, that, that too. But like, <laughs> you know, like, like Molly, if, if I were to say I love Michael Jackson's music, would you say that that's bad? Okay, so, okay. Speculation here. If Michael Jackson was post-mortem charged with pedophilia mm-hmm. and I, I say out loud to the public that I like his music, would you say that that's enough evidence to to pinpoint my personality or my stance on him as a person? Or is it di- well enough to distance between the artist and the music for me not to get canceled as well for liking his music? Well, I think well, his music is not about liking children. So I mean, that's the first step. <laughs> Thank God for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's like... Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like his, his music, it's humans are so complex that like, you know, Hitler made art and the art, like he still made art. And I don't know. It's just, if the art isn't indicative of the person's personality, then I think you should be able to enjoy it. But but Kanye's is, and me and you listen to Kanye. So what's the problem there? But so, like, but what is it? Is it at that point? Is it like, what does Kanye have to do? Like, when is it yeah. too far? And and if he starts making songs about it, then I guess, I, I guess we have a problem. Then do we? Yeah, I I, I really I think, don't know. Yeah, I think ultimately the question falls down onto how much is context taken into account with art? Is art is an art piece in a vacuum? Right? If it's yeah. in a vacuum then obviously we can distance ourselves. But like, you know, a lot of paintings, I would say, and a lot of music, a lot of sculpture as well. It's deeply kind of, It kind of needs its context to, to be appreciative. I'm trying to think of like important examples, right? I mean, this um, is a big debate in the art world. Like, um, Well, if we, if we do that, if we go around nitpicking which artists you should be able to listen to and which is not, you can pretty much eliminate every artist who made a song in the late 60s because all of them were dating underage groupies. Uh, getting people on drugs, getting people hooked on drugs, killing them, actually killing people. Like John Lennon beat his wife. It's a fact. Are we not allowed to listen to the Beatles anymore? Perhaps. Yeah, Molly, what were you going to say though? Um. Oh yeah, with context and art, there's like a push towards putting the context of paintings in like museums because for a long time, well, even now, like in the art world, you're kind of expected to like know the context of pieces of art and so that's why it's always like rich snooty people who are like oh this piece is so important but nobody else knows it because they're like gatekeeping the secret to like what the painting means and um yeah there's just like a movement towards actually like telling people the context of paintings i guess now so that's just kind of related to the topic Mm -hmm. for Mm. sure yeah I think, but I think, regardless, this has been a fascinating discussion, by the way. But I think that has about what we have time for today on the David Cal and Molly show. Honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I think this is like the most like, and this is perfect as well for our fiftieth episode because this is like the most like fundamental David Cal and Molly show. I feel like because this is like, this is beautiful. Yeah. We we did not plan these topics before. We planned the first one, the clay clay doll teeth, and after that, we talked about. 
you know, interior design and ultimately Kanye West. So, Oh um, no, David. Oh, you said something bad though. So that we can't listen to the podcast anymore. It's, it's a piece of art and you're a bad guy now. So I don't think. Sorry guys. (laughs) Well, this is the final episode (laughs) (laughs) of the David and Cal show. Well, for sure. Yeah. It was great talking to you guys. This was, I, I honestly think the 50th couldn't have gone any better. This was great. Mm-hmm. I love it as well. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. And thank you to our audience as well for tuning in on another episode. We hope to see you soon and we hope to see you guys in the next episode of We the Students Podcast.